Blog Talk Radio.
kids off He be coming out the head, but you don't let me start There's activities are plenty in the night time For the ghetto child, it seems to be the right time See, kids be getting stuck with jewels or fly gimmicks Shorty see the action in it, start to mimic Running to the corner, the dice game is raising Looking at the loop, it seems so amazing Put the short down to be exact one pound He shakes the stones in his hands and he lets it down uh. Scared money don't make none He threw a trip on the eighth, now he's out, son Hit the local bodega to walk down the hero Son is on a midnight run like the Nero Lots of shorty rock standing on his block The fees behind him the pump, so we asked if it's not Conversation and he kicked cause the shorty was a sawin' Increased intensity, cause there she was a flowin' Took her to the crib, there she wearin' her jibs About mind up with me, and me a positive He yawned and he tied to 105 Then he finally realized the honey was alive at least he didn't plan on building for the evening Through the fila on the dome and said, come on, yo, we leave him Came out on the scene as he told us to be from Floor's man stand with the blunt in his hand You know the transaction Brothers getting lost in the weed satisfaction Coming down the block, man, loudest You would swear red man was inside the truck As the night seemed darker, cops is on the hunt They interrupt your cypher and crush your blunt See you left your work at home, so they pat you down for nothing Why in the hell the 10th floor keep you push through the park even though it's so dark The kid is nice on the hoop He said I spot you true The night is on my mind The sun is still shining But now the night is on the mind The night is on the mind The night is on your mind Ayo the sun is still shining But now the night is on the mind for me, I'm a nocturnal animal Dark concentrates on a young black man Who makes a nigga speak a shake The nighttime is busy, it's worse to Aunt Kizzy It's the time we get down Yo son, you know the sound The flavor's on the top with the rugged beat to back it The night makes the aura and the day can't hack it The way the moon dangles in the midnight sky And the stars dance around it Yo, I think it's fly Intensity, most rappers don't see it Spirit-wise, musically, you gotta be it Serenity, your silence of the sounds And emotions in the concrete jungle When the sun don't bungle I think it's hard to find the words on how I feel I paid about a boost 20 for the Ampex deal But let me slow down, I think I ran my jibs enough Peace out to the nation, stay rugged and rough
Everybody smoke with they lunch and they lunch though. All through high school, girls by the dresses. Then you'll be cousins, knowing that we blessed it. But like the old saying goes, time goes on and everybody grows. Grew a buck, had to buck, went our own way. You chose the dope game, my microphone made. And many ways we were paid in the old days. So far away from the crazy with AK. And though I've been around clowning with my underground, I'm still down with my homies from the hometown. And if you need, need anything at all, I drop it off for y'all.
kind of just crazy stuff going on right now. And so, uh, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to get things together here. Had a little bit of technical difficulty with the music. But like I said, what the hell is going on with our peeps? Six four six five nine five three four zero two. And I'm going to bring the lady in from New York, Miss Melissa in New York. Miss New York. Hey, how you doing? How's your night going? Hello? There we go. I can hear you now. All right. I said, how how was your night? How's your night going? Or how was your day, basically? Oh, it was was busy because I did a show earlier today for George Clinton. And uh, but I tell you what, between <laughs> between doing shows and trying to get stuff in, sometimes sometimes things get a little muddled. I was wondering, hey, what's going on with the music here? So yeah, at mid drift, I had to change computers around, and uh, boy, the, you know, the technical stuff gets a little weird right there. But you know, we here, we getting it in, and we getting the thing done and stuff, and we don't let nothing slow us down. One monkey don't stop no show, but every now and then you'll get two <laughs> monkeys, and so he gets a little help. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we we in here tonight, and it's a whole lot of you know ugly stuff going on in, in the news so far as you know weird stuff, you know stuff. Our folks seem like they're you know getting a little out of con- out of control. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. you already know about the the police murder in, in uh, New York this week, and it's just a whole lot of stuff that's going on. So your boy Flossie is just trying to get everything kind of nailed down to the ground. So that uh, you know, what I'm saying we can get ourselves, you know, up underneath it and stuff, and, and make the loving good. So, you know how it is. I'm, I'm gonna play one more song so that some of these pages can catch up and we can get started. But we will oh, be sure. right back with, and we'll get right on back into this stuff. I think I'm gonna swoop down here on the, on the page here and bring in a little rock kid. He seems to be able to, <laughs> able to keep things together for us. So, I, you know, what I mean, I'll be right back and. Uh, like I said before, we're just going to jump right in as soon as I get back. We're going to put our hands together for my man, Rakim. It looks good. Oh, it's getting crazy over here. <laughs> Didn't even get to the music. What is going on tonight? I mean, things are just are just going crazy. Oh, there we go. We're going to the real shit. ambassador. That old real shit The wild style fashion of That old real shit The guitar rock him The master That old Bill real shit this is that little abstract off the rack kind of a track when you're forced to rap. Remember that? Is that you know where I'm at? A diggle the cat, pass me a bat. The killer be killed kind of attack, same and exact. Speed navigating the map, negotiating with a chick, you got a hand on your lap, your hand on your gap. Premeditated plan of attack with two of your most deadliest mans in the back. Home the block, stop in the zone, the top. Get out like you own the spot, home or not. Is that no move to play? Move out the way. Yo, I've been whistling the tune from the wild today. Hey yo, this is that old. Y'all niggas don't wanna battle. They turn it up loud, make the whole block rattle. Boom boom, this one is getting crazy high. Boom boom, make you bust another shot from the glass. Explain the feeling you get when you hear smash hit. When it's track hit, it's classic. Yeah, that's it. For the ladies, this is a hat trick with the back click. For men, they get pornographic with that dick like a strap click. Stack tip with a back. 
rap with. It was one of raw tactics, now that's it. Similar to the raw gasket with a gas spin. In other words, hey yo, this is that Table spin like a merry-go-round Never slow down Depending on how good your stereo sound Set it up in the hall where we go surround Tearing through town Turn them in the burial ground This is the track that made dead all want to scratch the track to cause the first kid to spin on his back And then we saw Kids spray painting the wall While some of y'all was waiting for war Breaking the law There's no antidote what you can for both So just relax with your girls or your man to smoke And take a real hit Soon as it bang you feel quick It's real thick This is that old real shit this is a description of designs for you to listen to Reminiscing the times and nothing in particular Keep you going, it's like a whole pot of coffee Have you and your shorty doing 80 and a 40 Explain the feeling you get when you hear smash hit When it's back hit, it's classic, yeah that's it For the ladies, this is a hat trick with a back click For men that get pornographic with that chick Like a slap click, stack tip with a fat whip It was one of raw tactics, now that's it Similar to the raw gasket with a gas spin In other words, hey yo, this is that Shit. You know what this is? Yeah, kid, give up your riches. Bitches, visions are not for motion pictures. Unstoppable, rolling with your stickers, clicking niggas. Or with your missus, getting tropical kisses. Making faces, anticipating places a tongue hit. Suck a neck or just peck, better to bunk it. The F is in effect from dust to sunset. She want a rim shot all over her drum set. Tub the bed, rubbing her head, it's rough sex and rug neck. 50 ways to keep her love wet. Down enough, the steps with crazy positions left. Till she upset. Damn, poppy. Hell no, don't stick big as the elbow. Gel slow, if it blow, give him a minute, he'll grow. And all you gotta do is play the track again. I'm ready and revive, baby, back again. Complain the feeling you get when you hear smash hit. When it's track hit, it's classic, yeah, that's it. For the ladies, this is a hat trick with a back click. For men that get pornographic with that chick, like a slap click, stack tip with a fat whip. It was one of raw tactics, now that's it. Similar to the raw gasket with a gas spin. In other words, hey, yo, this is that shit. The feeling you get when you hear smash hit. When it's track hit, it's classic, yeah, that's it. For the ladies, this is a hat trick with a back click. For men that get pornographic with that chick, like a slap click, stack tip with a fat whip. It was one of raw tactics, now that's it. Similar to the raw gasket with a gas spin. In other words, hey, yo, this is that shit. That old real 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 I told you, I knew my boy Rakim would bring us right on back into alignment right there. <laughs> Grew it like no other right there. Well, my man Juan that we talked to the other night from the ATL, and I would have to let him know that, that we're up and running over here. I, I gave him the showtime, but sometimes things get lost in translation. Like I said, doing that George Clinton show was a, was a, was a good show today. It would be some good playback for folks that want to get in on that. Um, one one story that I posted earlier today myself was the story of some stuff that's going on in your neck of the woods back there in New York, which I mm-hmm. thought to be, you know, absolutely just crazy and off the hook. I read this story where it says here that, that uh, I tell you, these, these white folks have never seems to amaze me. Uh, they're talking about an apartment uh, deal where New York, 
segregated condo gives a green light for a separate entrance for for four residents. And I posted it on my site. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Seems that XTEL, a Manhattan high-rise luxury condo developer, has reportedly been given the green light to proceed with their plans to uh, add a separate entrance on the building for poor folks. Uh, and the controversial and segregationist proposal was approved by New York's Department of Housing, uh, uh, Preservation, and, and Development. And I'm thinking to myself, this has got to be this like... This is crazy. I mean, what kind of, I, I mean, let me read the rest of this bad boy. So I see it on the Upper uh, West Side, the Upper West Side, um, a 33-story building, which still is in the throes of construction, will consist of 219 luxury units, and, unit, and the units uh, that will face the Hudson River, but uh, floors two through six have been allotted for those families whose annual income falls just below $51,540, which makes up about 60% of the median income for that area. The city's inclusionary housing program is a boom for developers because in addition to generous tax breaks, there are a lot of more square footage for their properties if they can allow certain lower-income families within their apartments. It says since the news of the poor plans leaked out last year, there have been those who have been campaigning against the move, demanding equality without separatism. A mandatory affordable housing plan uh, is not a, a license to segregate income uh, uh, tenants from those who are well off. Uh, New York Assemblyman Linda B. Rosenthal uh, uh, told the West Side Rag last uh, August, the development must follow the spirit of the letter of the law, building affordable housing in this place clearly was not intended for this community. Uh, I'm not even going to read the rest of that. What was killing me about watching this is that, I mean, once again, let's, 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 let's go back to, to the basics. This is some, some fuckery to the highest degree because, to me, you know, this is 2014, damn uh-huh. near 2015. And you yeah, are still that. separate but equal fuckery. That, that, that Martin Luther King and every other, you know, uh, decent uh, civil rights uh, person ever did to try to stop this kind of behavior from happening, we're seeing it uh, rear its ugly head and happening again. First it's the voting thing, then it's the, secu- the uh, Supreme Court summarily chipping away at the health care plan. Now we're doing separate but equal, almost like the Brown versus the Board of Education. And I'm like, this is some crazy uh, stuff that's going uh, on, and it's believable that this is happening in. I can see it happening in like Forsyth County, Georgia, or something. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna spread fast. That's gonna spread fast, and you know what? And you know what? It's just gonna make. It's just gonna really wake people up more and say, you know what? It's racism. Of course, white people don't want you to be in their neck of woods. They want to degrade you when you want to live in their neck of woods, right? Right. Well, you so know, it, it, the only well, way to degrade you is to, to go as low as possible, you know? So I, you know, I feel like... We don't want to be around them either, though. Oh, we don't <laughs> want to be around them, but, uh, but at the same time, we work hard to want to have something nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to have a roof over your head. You want, to have a, you want to have a safe environment for your kids to go to the same schools they go to. You know, 
not to not you know a, a comfortable a comfortable um community, you know. But it's it's crazy because that's just to show you that racism is shown racism is right in front of us, and everybody's just slowly uh, looking at it. I bet you a lot of people are not are they hear this story, but they're not really deep into it because they don't realize sub, subconsciously that um, racism racism is going deeper than you know. It's going it's coming back. It's coming back slowly to a lot of people because they don't realize it. You know. Man, they're worrying about they're they're worrying they're worrying about their their iPad and Facebook. They ain't worrying about what's going on like that. But that is crazy. Honestly, if you think about why would you want to live there if if that's the way you're going to be treated? So what if you what else is going to be there? Uh, We got the rich people park their cars in the in the garage. And uh, and the poor people park their cars on the street. You know, it's crazy. It, it's it's insane. It's it's ridiculous. And I'm, and, and the I'm ones that agree right to now. it, the ones that agree to it, they fuckery too. You know. Well, my, it, my the whole thing is the whole thing. You you're, you the whole thing is fuckery. It's just it's just getting worse. You know, well, I people gonna open up their eyes. But you know what? I like. You remember how like uh, when we talked to that other guy about um who who said his his um he has his site on Facebook and stuff. Mind over matter. Right. And you remember how Sugar Bear well Sugar uh, well I call him Sugar Bear as well too. You remember that he talked about that night that if that was his son. That the person that killed his son, he would go and kill. He would go kill that person. He would die. Right. He, that's that's his type of justice, right? Right. You notice that people don't people don't have that type of justice, like in their heart to say, "Well, you killed my child. I'm going to kill you." You know, some people say, oh, "Okay, I'm going to try to fight this in court." Then sometimes it's just walk free. You know. So I like that he said that. Like that was really deep. I was like, "Whoa!" Just to hear another, just to hear a black man say that that's what he would do if his son died. I was like, "Wow, that's deep." You know. I I tell you like this here. It's one of those kind of deals, and that was deep. It's one of those kind of deals, like for me. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That you know. My mother would have passed away back in um, in uh, two thousand or yeah, two thousand and three, and she would have been eighty eight years old today. You know, you know, rest in peace, mom. Yeah, sorry for your loss. It, 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 yeah, she another Leo, <laughs> uh. but uh, she would have told me quickly, just like my my brothers told me, and just like you know, people ahead of them and people that are surrounded by them, that. Uh, money doesn't buy class. No matter how much money you have, no, oh, matter, how right you, mm-hmm. no matter how much money you put in your pocket and much, how much, much money in cash you stack, to me it is classless, tasteless, humorless, and every other kind of less that there is that I can think of and derive right quick. 
when you sit up and you see these people practicing racist practice that were practices way back in the sixties. Oh, of course. And you can see and you and you can see these people doing this stuff. You can see them practicing this 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 crazy, you know, chicanery and, 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 and fuckery. They and teach their children they absolutely, but you know what too? They teach their children at the dinner table and I used to hear this all the time. It, 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 old folks will say it. And I used to hear when I was old, they used to say that, you know, that white children will sit at, at the table with their family and they will just they would they would teach their children to never to like never to like our kind, period. You know? They're teaching them fuckery, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a lot. Hey, look, a woman works in a children's hospital next mm-hmm. to a trauma center, and she services the rooms and, and makes sure that the families are comfortable and takes care of them and mm-hmm. stuff like that, looks out for them, kind of helps the nurses out around there. Yeah. And kids no more than about three or four years old, and she comes in the room, and the kid asks her, what are you doing in here, nigger? Kids no oh, more, my kids God. No more, yeah. Kids no oh, more my Lord. Years. Kids wow. no more three or four years old. And, 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 they already and know what you are. Because as soon as the pacifier pops out their mouth and they form words, and, and then she looks at the, all she did was she looked at the parents, the parents looked at her, and she looked at the parents, at the kids, and looked at the parents again, and she walked out. And for the remainder of their stay, she didn't go back in there. And I wouldn't have either, because I figure, you know, with all the things that you could teach a child, all the things you could show a child, for you to let that behavior, for you to allow that kind of diatribe to come out of a child's mouth. And this is a child we're talking about. This kid is uh-huh. not enough to wipe his butt yet. But yet he has Well, you know how to say the word nigga. Yeah, he knows, how to, he knows how to squeeze that one out there. And when I hear that kind of nonsense, and when I, that I mean, one, I mean, that one must have been knocked off her feet from hearing that because you know, it's heartbreaking. But this, you know, this is they is. teach. That's the way they teach their children. It, it is, and it's ridiculous and repugnant. But unfortunately, these are the people that uh, you know what I'm saying are. They're coming up, up around you and up around you know uh, you at your workplace, and mm-hmm. I've dealt with a lot of a lot of racist acting individuals, managers, and whatever, whatever you, and so forth. You know, uh, working at the post office, and I've dealt with dealt with a lot of stuff. There was a lot of reasons why I quit working um, at the post office the way I did when I did for that very mm-hmm. same reason, and that was because. I wore and grew very tired very quickly, very quickly. Wow. Uh, looking at and hearing people that I just really shared no commonality with in the first place, but along mm-hmm. with that lack of commonality and continuity, I, I just couldn't find myself continuing to be around them because, you know, I, I just don't like I just don't like trash being around trashy people 
and people that exactly. do crazy stuff. I mean, it was. I mean, it's, it's it's absolutely crazy that people can sit up and have those type of mentalities, and you are, uh, you know, you're you're basically horrified at the fact that you, when you think about uh, a person who uh, can raise a child at that age to come up with something like that out of their mouth or see this it's racism deep. that we see. It's, it's really deep because that shows you that what I've been hearing from the old timers is really true. They are taught that. You know? And, um, last night when, um, last night I can say that when we're talking about, I was talking about last night how white people can be at, at work. And you, I know you see this all the time. They'd be at work and they might not like each other. They hate each other. Or they mm-hmm. don't like this about this person. They don't like that about this person. But when one when something happens to their kind at work, no matter what, they all stop what they do and they stick up for that person. Absolutely. And I say black people, black people do not do that. Black people don't stick up for their own at all. Black people say, well, oh, it's not my business or I don't want to be in it, but, but you know it's wrong. You know, you want to stand up, but you feel like you're going to lose your job because you can't. So it's like we don't have that unity. We really don't. And it's right. crazy. We don't have that unity. They got that unity. That's why they that's why that's why they know how to do fuckery things because they have that unity. That's that's why I can say, um, when I worked in a in a work environment and stuff like that and I see how the way they talk and act, it makes you say, Well, hi and bye and you know, a quick what do you need type of conversation is fine. But, you know, you'll, it's like at the end of the day, they always stick up to each other, no matter what. Right. They're the first ones to make sure their kind does not get fired, but make sure you get fired. So, and you know what, too, what bugs me is that Indian people don't think they're black. You, to a white person, you're, if you're not pure white, body to them is a nigga. And right. people don't realize that. People just think, oh, we're not. No. No matter where you're from, you a nigga to them. The Chinese, they think you a nigga too. You, ain't, you, you are not white like them. They don't consider you white. You a nigga too. It's harsh. You might say, you might want to curse me on Chinese tonight, but you a nigga to them. You always have been. You know? You know, you know that's, the, that's the way how they, it's, it, their mentality is everybody's one. Everybody's one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's the way they're going to treat us. That's the way they will treat us. Sometimes I think people think, okay, I'm Indian. Okay, I'm going to, um, I see a lot of Indian people try to act white. And they don't realize that the white people don't care about you. You wouldn't make it to them. Exactly. The Chinese people think, oh, I have all this money, I'm this. The Chinese people go, oh, I'm this. You know, I mean, I have Spanish in my family too, but at the end of the day, you're still a nigga. You're still black. We're all black. And at the end of the day, even though white people do not like when we say this, but at the beginning of time, 
when Africa was the place where everybody's mm-hmm. family came from. Mm-hmm. When everybody started going traveling to to different climates and going to, to Australia and going to and going to the United States and all those different countries they went to and go to Europe and stuff. Their pigment they were black at first, but their pigment had changed due to the climate of the weather. The weather changed uh, during the generations of them having kids and having kids because of the because of the environment. It was because of the weather. But they don't realize that that's their birthplace. That's where it all started. And a lot of people don't like to say that. And some people might say, they might say, oh, I'm Jamaican. Oh, I'm not African. Or I'm not, yeah, yeah, no, even though your family went to the Caribbean stuff, you're still a nigga. You still are. White people do not want to hear that that was the birthplace and that that's where it all began. You know, and the brothers and sisters in Africa did not decide to go and go to different climates and see what life was really like. Then it will, hey, maybe we all will still be there, right? Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And see what's, what's intriguing about that is when you watch our people in the mm-hmm. workplace attempt to sell us short and attempt oh to my do these things. I, I can give you a high five right over the phone. Like, bam, you are so right. They always want to sell us out. They always want to sell us out. They always want to They always want to make it look like they're better than the other person. Why are you selling out your own kind? White people do not care about you. Stop doing it. They do it all the time. They do it because they want extra hours. They do it because they don't like you. Or if they hear you talking about a white person, they go and tell that white person, or they go, they go tell that white person boss on you so you can look like, you know, look an idiot. It's sad. They do it all the time. And I wonder to myself, like, at the end of the day, do they realize what their skin color is when they do all that fuckery stuff? They do the fuckery yeah. stuff just how the people, just the, the white people know you're going to be like that and do that and tell on each other because they they, they expect it. Because there's no the unity. thing, though, is they don't respect you when you do that. They don't respect you. One, one thing people don't like and don't respect, mm-hmm. really, on the real side, is when you sell out your own kind. Because they figure if you sell out, why should they trust you? If mm-hmm. you're so quick to sell out your own kind. I had two such individuals that worked with me at the post office here in Portland. Uh, I found that there was a Hispanic gentleman and another brother that came from, from from somewhere overseas. I can't really put my hand on it, but I know he was a, at least uh, African and, and Arab descent mixed together, and I can't remember definitively where he was from. But mm-hmm. I, I could hear I could hear him with an earshot, and I had my headphones on, and sometimes I'd sit stand there at my workstation. And I would be, and I'd bob my head like I was listening to music, when in reality I was sitting there listening to them. I did it to, I did mm-hmm. it to the black folks, I did it to the black folks, and I did it to the white folks. And what it came down to is that these two brothers would sit up, and because for whatever reason, the points that they earned for that week or that month or whatever that period of time was, 
they did or said something offensive to me, and they were wondering, well, you know, here he comes again, and today, usual procedure, he goes right to the clock, and he don't speak to us. Well, you know how them mm-hmm. lights here, brother. They, they this, that, and they third, third, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm listening to this fuckery. So I go ahead on, and I continue on to my workstation, and I, I do this day in and day out. But there was one brother in particular who I would talk to, and it, it actually got, got one of them upset because in reality what it was that there was a female that one of them liked, and she and I, mm-hmm. you know, would go on walks or, or uh, you know, hang out during break times and lunch times and stuff. Nothing in particular. I guess I was kind of like an older brother to it. That was about the extent of that. And that's that's fine. Kind of, yeah. yeah, right. But this person was, you know, she she was a, a woman who who did a sister who did like white men and end up marrying one. And, and you know, mm-hmm. that's you know, two weeks zone. Knock yourself out. Do whatever you feel. If that's your comfort zone, you know, do what you want to do. Like I don't do what you want to do. Never judge you one way or another. Well, during Christmas times, sometimes they would send us from the main branch out to satellite warehouses to process mail. And in my absence, uh, this clown, one of them came out there with me, and the other one stayed behind at the main branch and and sat up and uh, was filling this girl's head with a bunch of stuff about things that I had to say about her, when in reality, he was the one who had said it. And so when oh, I come wow. back... Right. When I, when I come back, said that she was a sellout and she was this, she was at the third. And when I came back, uh, the sister was looking at me all crazy and, and all, you know, feeling all offended and everything. And, and, and got finally got around after about four or five months of this, finally got around her talking to me and she told me what the skinny was. And from, and from the outset right there, and it went up like two years, I barely said four or five words to either one of these guys. Because one was his flunky, and, and then there was him. And so what I decided mm-hmm. to do, and what I did do, is make sure that I more or less kept myself away from dealing with these individuals because of how they are. And, it, I mean, it carried, it carried from that over into these clowns standing there talking talking about me to this, this Mexican fellow. But this Mexican fellow didn't like me too much because he was one of the guys that was out there at the uh, – out there at the annex with me, and he went out away from the main branch too. He was out there with me, and he had his little whatever he didn't like about me because I guess one of his buddies was one of the lead guys, and the lead guy got to talking crazy to me one day in a threatening tone, and I and I uh, invited him outside, and he didn't go. And so mm. I guess the, Me- the Mexican guy didn't like me from then on, from then on out, and you know I, as things go at a job or whatever, and. You know, so he would he would sit up and be whispering to the guy, that guy, he's an asshole, he's this, he's that. When people call you an asshole, I translate that into how come he won't kiss my ass? How come he won't have how come he won't have nothing, how come he won't have nothing to do to me? And why is he so popular? And damn, I wish that I could be a, an equipment instructor like he is, and I wish I had his youth or whatever, whatever the uh-huh. scenario is that I could probably paint. I don't want to paint myself as a guy patting himself on the back too tough. But let's just say that there are certain people that you run across, whether it's people, you know, on the sellout tip or whether it's people that's on, on you know, the real sellouts or the people that's on that and fuckery and jealousy and stuff. We are the only people walking around today 
today. And mm-hmm. like I said, as, I, as the title of the show says, what the hell is wrong with our peeps? We're the only people walking around on this planet today that are probably part of the strongest people on the planet. But because divide and conquer and pacify, divide us, conquer us, and then pacify one or the other for select reasons with the motivation of just gaining access to use pit one brother against another, and they do that and done that so well, we run and we break our necks to the people that just uh-huh. plainly and simply cannot stand us. I've never been able to figure that out. I've never understood why, why you know, in the workplace or any place else, why it was necessary for us to practice that kind of fuckery. But for whatever reason, that kind of stuff gets practiced. And like I said, for about the, the last couple of years I was there, because I had always been on different shifts. I went from joining the post office and went from being a custodian to a mail handler. And as a mail handler, I, you know, I learned how to drive a forklift so I wouldn't have to stand around with these guys. And, uh, you know, learned how to, you know, actually became a, an OSHA uh, occupational health and safety person to teach the class mm-hmm. the proper use of equipment and stuff like that. And people saw this stuff, and they got angry and upset. And I'm thinking to myself, well, all you have to do is do the same thing that I'm doing, and, it, you know, and, and it's a piece of cake. So when I sit up here and I see people who are in the act of and in the the dissemination of practicing fuckery. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they hate you above and beyond anything because you are absolutely nothing like them, and rightfully so. I've always tried to do just like I'm doing now. Stand out, stand away from those people. And again, I, I just, oh, this being mom's birthday, I thank her for that. But she gave me enough insight and enough, and she always told me, you know, you got to kind of watch your own more than other people because your own people are the ones that will sneak up on you and pull more. Uh, That's true, and, it's, and I don't know why they do it. I really don't know I why don't they do it. it. You got me. You got me. If, if, if you find a, a, a deal, I'll see if I can't pin you to a publisher so we can write a book on why it's that way because I haven't figured it out I yet. absolutely think there should be a book like that. I'm with you with that because... People need to open it. People do this all the time, all the time. You know? And those people aren't crazy. They're not crazy about you. They don't like your ass. And and, and, and at the same time, when you're dogging me out, when it's just you or when I'm not there, I see the same two guys, the Mexican and the, and the Arab brother, standing uh-huh. somewhere off to the side doing the same thing to the person who's kissing the ass than anything. So I'm sitting, I, earlier I was telling you, I'm standing there with my headphones on. I'm standing here listening to my music. I'm standing around kind of just just working and stuff, and I'm sitting there bobbing my head pretending like I'm listening to my music, and I hear mm-hmm. so many alarming, insultive things that, that it's incredible. So then when they see you and you don't speak to them and they wonder why, they don't know that you know how they feel, and if you're like I am, I don't express to you that I know that you feel the way that you feel because, A, it's counterproductive. Uh-huh. B, even if you knew, that would probably make you attempt to do something more worse. And C, man, I don't care That's if you're damn your way. As long as, as long as whoever's cutting the check and signing the checks signs mine on time, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time there trying to figure out why you have 
you know, your head up your ass. I know you can't breathe. You know, it's difficult to breathe in oxygen when you have your head stuffed up your ass. And but you know what, Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I was just saying is that um, the fact is, is that, you know what's crazy? Those same people that, that are black people that do factory stuff at work, so I don't kind, they're the same ones that want to kiss up to white people so they can get so they can get more hours or maybe a bonus or something, you know? And it's sad, though. It really is. They think they do extra work that everything's going to look it's gonna. Everything's gonna look good for them. No, it doesn't. Some sometimes the ones that do the kiss up, they don't like to work at all. They ain't no good worker. You know. They're the ones who it make you feel like they're going back in time when slavery time when they gotta tell when they tell the slave master that so and so is running away today. You right. know. Stop. Stop pressuring. I'm stop. Stop practicing that fuckery stuff. Like, stop it. When you do it, your kids are going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you probably encourage it. You know, like at the end of the day, I, you know, and I always want to say this to people, but I just don't say it and say, you, we're black. We're niggas and them. Stop, stop, stop giving them all your, all your worth for nothing. Right. You know? Because at the end of the day, they still gonna have that power. But you, you give them your worth for what? You know. And I can say for me, when I was working, and I, I had to deal with people like that, and it was sad because, um, you know, as a Leo, I, I'll tell you, but I tell you, in a, I'll tell you in a way to make you hurt your feelings more. Because I will say everything in a sarcastically jokey way. And a lot of people might laugh, but you're not going to be the one laughing because you're going to be like, oh, gosh, that bitch got me because she, she hurt me deep. That's how I get you because I want you to feel like what you were saying was totally stupid. And what I'm saying to you, I can make a joke about it and laugh about it, or people can laugh about it when they hear it. But you're not when you, when you receive my message, you ain't going to like it. You know? Mm. I, like to, I, like to, I like to stab you when... Stab you a little bit, crush you a little bit, but at the same time, I, it's no harm because I didn't have to put my hands on you to lose my job. Right. You know, I didn't have to go. I didn't have to go in your face and do any conflict of arguing. I did everything in a distant range and, and made you feel it like that. Because words is so powerful. Especially, like, especially, it's, oh, yeah, I, I definitely do that. I'll, I'll totally be honest, I'll definitely do that. And it's just sad. You know, it really is. People just think, okay, I'm from country, that country. It don't matter. At the end of the day, you are still a nigga. They just don't understand that. You know? They, they so. see they seek so bad. You know what I'm saying? Here again, they seek, this is a, uh, mm-hmm. they, they seek so bad. This is another reason why I, 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 I named this, this subject tonight, What the Hell is Going On With My Peeps? And I, and I, and I, and I name it that. I mean, we got, we got, you know, priests and preachers that are in our churches 
that are supposed to be representing our our religious views and and, and you know giving us the real deal uh, uh, lesson and 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 basically fostering us into a, a, a way of enlightenment. That, that, You're that right about that. And, and instead, you're sitting here bragging about this one story I read, I think, a few weeks ago, where you're sitting here bragging about how your son has a $40,000 Mercedes-Benz and how your uh-huh. daughter, has, other daughter has a Cadillac, and you start talking about what kind of car you got. Now, correct me if I'm mistaken or wrong, but uh-huh. the Bible says, and, and, the, and the word is supposed to be, that the meek shall inherit the earth, and you're not supposed to be doing things to be seen by people. The things that you're doing is that you're supposed to do things to please God and to make, you know, God know that, you know, his love is your pervading um, so, way of But you know what? Um, I liked how we talked about it that night with Sugar, um, with Sugar Bear and just talked about how, he went. He went to the church and see that how they was doing for Father's Day, how they had the motorcycles and everything, and he had to get the hell out of there. And it was just like, I personally, <laughs> like I, like I, I personally, I, I do believe in God and everything. I believe in angels, all that stuff. But I do not like. I do not go to church because the fact is that they are, they are just, they, they have, they, they're not gonna give you the full truth about. About God, they're not going to give you the full truth about anything because they they work for the government. The government, as long as they're getting their funds and getting how getting their houses and everything, you know, the ones that can manipulate people into listening to 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 um to things that are not really true is a powerful thing, you know. And so I just don't when I hear people talk about oh I go to church and everything. I'm like, good for you if that's what you like, you know. But at the same time, pastors be um, not only getting money from the government, but they cheat on their wives. They go and have the other babies with other people. They do everything they're not supposed to do what they tell you not to do. They sleep with people that 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 work for them in the church. I'm like, that's that in my life. I, I said that can't. I said. That's just, you know, and I, I just don't know how they can sit there on every Sunday and just and act like that. But I heard over years when people said that, you know, they're not really what the government wants you to learn in the church. That's how it's going to be. He don't want you to know the real deep, deep stuff. You know, but, but how can he you don't be, want you to learn can, that. Of, of all things, how can you be a black preacher? And be that though. How can you how can you do incredible things like take advantage of, of, of women, knowing how society has done that? How can you exactly? Do, how can you how can you molest children? How can you basically, you know, what I'm saying, pimp the system? But all the places that you can take your 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 pimp wisdom to, and you choose to go into a church house. How can you mislead your flock so bad? As to talk about how much in, in the case of the the preacher that was out in 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 the in the, in the, uh, in the great western form huh? in, in the great western form uh-huh. and, and, and stuff like that, how can you sit up 
and 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 do crazy stuff like like uh, you know down and talk about how bad homosexuality is, and then come to find out you've been basically uh, having sex with teenage boys in your parish and taking advantage of them. I'm telling you, our our peeps are to to be this strong of people, and to have have our our our, uh, our men, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. not respect our, our women. To have you absolutely, know, our, our, to have our soldiers not be there for our women. To have our, our people, you know, terrorizing seniors within you know our communities. I mean, just the general things that we do. I'll ask the question again before we go to break. What the hell is going on with our peeps? What's happening? But you know what, too? That's true, but you know what, too? What people don't realize, there's there's so much things about religion that people do that's crazy. Like, do you know that nuns are very mean people? You know how evil they are? I hear a lot of stories from people that nuns, are lesbians, and they they're very heavy drinkers. Because I hear they party and they then when they have their parties they drink a lot. And these are people that work, you know, with those type of people. And for the men, I can say, even though they don't, they talk about they give their life to the father, and you know, they, all they do is pray. They don't know women, no sex. They messing with little boys. Isn't that something? They go, they go, they pop themselves into a religion that they can go mess with people, mess with little boys. It's horrible. And to me, and, and to me, it's like, you think about it. Why would, why would you want to put your child into that type of environment? You want to teach your child religion about stuff. You teach your child at home what you believe in, what you want them to learn. Stop, go, stop, stop, get, stop going to these churches to go get the money. I, how much do they do for the community? A lot of them don't do much for the community. They do, they do stuff only in their own church, only if they have to, so they can make it, so they can populate more and more people to be in their church. Incredible. I mean, people could call us and I say, I hate you, Melissa, but you know what? <laughs> I'm keeping it real. I really am. Now, what are you you can't hate the they, truth. No, you can't hate the truth, and that's like saying, like, how you know Jesus not really? How you know Jesus not really black? Because all the time you see people portray him as a white man. Hello, it's like he, he's he's still a nigger because he he what he was from Jerusalem and stuff like that. Still, he's a nigger. He's from the Middle East. They're, they're considered. They might have been they're black, but they're black. They're niggas too, you know. So I, I'm just being honest. But that's not what they teach. That's not what they teach. And I feel like this. They, they should be given. The, and and um. You as the as the as the pastors want to do more for the community. That's great. But. I feel like you're robbing from the poor. If your community is poor and they're giving you money every week for you to live this lavish lifestyle, like how 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 you feel at night sleeping? You know, right? 
they got that power. When they get that power, the government gets them that little bit of power. They say, "All right, they they they're gonna they're gonna go beyond their means just so just so they can live the lifestyle that they have." Well, I tell you, know? you, you cannot allow someone to have so much control over what's going on that no one's doing any checks and balances work. And there's definitely not enough checks and balances work. Let me drop this story on you before we go to break. Scroll sure. down here. Once again, the, the title of our show is, you know, what the hell is wrong with our peeps? And we're down here in, in you know, Gwinnett County in Atlanta, Georgia. This is from CBS 46 down there. It says a Gwinnett County man has been arrested and charged with felony murder for reportedly killing his girlfriend's 16-month-old son. The police were called to the homes on Graves Road in unincorporated Norcross at about 10 p.m. on Monday. When the officers arrived, they found little Noah Nolan with no signs of any physical injury. Noah was taken to the hospital and was pronounced dead upon arrival. Detectives said that Cody Williams, 23 years old, was watching the baby and another one of his girlfriend's children at the time, right? Two girlfriends, uh-huh. amazing. They uh-huh. believe that Noah, that, that Williams hit Noah with his hands, right, killing the baby, and the other child was not hurt. The children's mother was not home at the time, and they initially charged him with first-degree cruelty to children. And those charges were upgraded upon further investigation. Now, you've got to ask yourself the question. Here's, a, here's an individual who's got two girlfriends. Here's an individual who... How old was the mother? The one that the was, child died. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't mention her age. All they mentioned was the age of the defendant or the alleged uh, person. Uh-huh, alleged person. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking to myself, you got a 16-month-old child here. And, that's, and it almost seems to me like that's too quick to be getting into a relationship unless it was actually his child. And evidently it was another man's child, which makes it even worse. But here you are, it's, it's two sides of this thing. Here you are, you're a young black man who's been left in charge of a child, and, and this child's 16 months old. What could he have done where he would deserve that type of, of behavior? And two, why is a mother... Would you leave your child with someone who's not the child's biological father, knowing how sometimes things like this can get out of hand? I, you know what? I I always tell women, you know, don't you can leave a, don't leave your men don't I mean don't leave your children with men. It's not that I'm being it's not that I'm being cruel, but I see all the time when they do leave them with men. I understand if you want to say twenty minutes, thirty minutes. It depends on if you're married and stuff. I understand. Y'all have your own family, but if you're dating somebody and that person is, um, and look how young he is, he doesn't have no patience at 23 years old. He know how to make babies, but raising baby, hell no. I would say probably like 10 minutes of, of, of being with a child, he's like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to get the hell out of here, which most men do, which is normal. But the fact is that 
she's real gullible to leave her child with a man. Uh, and I can say this, you're, you're, you're not, that's your, that's your boyfriend? All right. Don't be, don't be so quick to let a 16-month-old go with a, um, go with a young boy or your boyfriend. And you just start dating or whatever. It's, it's, I feel like this. Sometimes, that's why I can say this. If you want to date after your baby and stuff like that, give yourself some time. You know, if you do want to date and you feel comfortable, you can go ask your, your, your family to watch your, your child, your mother, your grandma. You know, a mother figure that you know that is that will take care of your child or auntie or great auntie. There, there should not be no last resort to go leave it with some young boy. She was on something. You know, she was, she's probably young. She probably just think, oh, right, everything's good. I'm in love. No. You could be in love, but don't leave your child with no man. I'm sorry, men out there, but, you know, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Men do not, men tell me all the time. I watch it for 10 or 20 minutes, but they said men say they don't have patience. They really don't. Bring back so how do you feel about that? I just have to keep it real. Look, I think that you have the right idea and you have the right mindset when it comes down to whether or not your child should be allowed to be with someone whose mind not may not be set um, for for doing the right thing. And and mm-hmm. if you if you're not married to a person. And some guys already get worked up already where I've seen, I have a friend of mine who I had to tell, you know, you need to lighten up on the, on the, uh, on the, on the treatment of one child over another child. You also need to lighten up on putting your hands on another man's child because at some point this child is going to grow up and it's going to be a definite problem. But, you know, once again, you know, there's just so many things that's going on, and there's going to be some other stuff we're going to cover, including, you know, the Floyd Mayweather situation and the deal with him and T.I. and, and, and uh, Tiny when we get back. And, uh, like I said, we're going to take a brief break real quick and, uh, you know, play, play some smooth for you because it's just me and you tonight. And, um, All right. And like I said, continue to, to, to talk this this business about what's going on with our peeps. It's, a, it's incredibly crazy. And speaking of crazy, hopefully we won't have any crazies calling up while we're trying to conduct business like that. Well, last night was like, um, what the, like, I was like, are we being pranked or something? That's all I was thinking to myself. Like, who is pranking us? Because I didn't know, it, it sounded like it was repeating itself over and over again. It, it sounded like it was a machine. Or it probably was some redneck on their porch being an asshole. Or the other. I think somebody was mad because we did a thorough job of spanking someone that had a spanking coming. And like I said, the tongue is sometimes sharper than the knife, and that works. You know, the, the tongue is, you know, the very useful apparatus for it, for, yeah. for pleasure. And at the same time, there's We there's, kept it real. Yeah. We kept it so real. We kept it so real. They probably said, you know, when they drink that cold water and it got ice in it and it's too cold for the teeth to go, ah, that's how they felt it. 
That's Christian how they Queen. felt it. <laughs> Christian <laughs> Queen for real. I keep telling you, you don't need summer school. All you got to do is call 646-595-3402, and you'll get all the summer school training that you need. But we're going to go ahead and take that break real quick. I'm going to throw on something smooth for you, for maybe a couple, two or three of them. And then we'll come back and we'll discuss some more of this stuff. Tonight's subject, of course, is, you know, what the hell is going on with our peeps, you know. Uh, you know, crazy stuff, crazy cops. And I also want to want to uh, put you up on the score about the silly stuff that some of the cops were saying uh, prior after the, uh, the, uh, the brother got uh, choked out in New York. There were some cops that said some pretty insensitive things. Um, you know, in lieu of that, that I mean, things that you know, naturally, them being supposed to be heroes, but they're more like cowards. They didn't want to give their names because they knew what it meant. But uh-huh. at the same time, okay, which is no surprise, but uh, just some pretty alarming things that were said. But we'll cover that when we get back. This is Flossie Jeezy, Flossie Jeezy Radio Network with uh, Melissa, Ms. New York, and uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. So lay back on the smooth stuff, and we'll we'll try to keep our tongues for more useful usages. <laughs> we'll be right back.
that this planet was small We used to live in the same building on the same floor And never met before until I'm overseas on tour And peep this Ethiopian queen from Philly taking classes abroad She's studying film and photo flash focus record Said she working on a flick and cut my click through the score She said she loved my show in Paris at Elise Momar And that I stepped off the stage and took a piece of her heart We knew from the start that things fall apart Intense and shatter she like That shit don't matter when I get home Get out of through letter phone Whatever let's link Let's get together Shit you think not Think the thought went home and forgot Time passed We back in Philly Now she up in my spot Telling me the things I'm telling of Is making her hot Started building with her Constantly round the clock Now she in my world Like hip hop And keep telling me Telling me yeah.
But I tell you, it should be a shame for not let those songs play clear clear than that. That's some good stuff right there. <laughs> oh, Erica Badu and the Roots, man, getting it done the way it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. That's man. why I'm glad people need us to. They need to listen to the song so they, you know. Yes, 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 yes. Gotta get each other. Yeah, you know. Keeping things moving right along. Up here, here's a favorite American pastime. It's going on in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Part of this crazy thing that's going on tonight, as I as I look back over the playlist, you know we have, uh, you know, tonight we're supposed to be in what the hell is going on with our peace across the nation and around the world. The cops have lost their damn mind. You know what I'm saying? Listen to some of the crap that they have to say after. You know Eric Garner died, and how you know the cop that kills him, and that's 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 probably the cruelest thing about that whole thing with Eric Garner. The cop that choked him out sits up and is waving in the camera. We still don't know who this cop is. We still don't have a name for this fool. And if it was a, a black man or or something like that, they would be oh, in good. New York City hurry to get his name out. In a minute. In a minute. <laughs> in a minute, he just killed somebody. He's a cop. He just killed somebody, right? He just of killed course. somebody. And, you know the white people will rally. Yeah. They will rally for your black ass to be in jail. <laughs> you have to be handcuffed. Yeah, your ass wouldn't even have that hot meal that night. You'd be handcuffed. Man, be you like know? hot grits on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Be like a Tyler Perry mm-hmm. movie. Hot grits. You know? Uh, uh, there you go. There you go. Well, well here, here, here's here's American justice. Is, you know, for us, uh, their favorite pastime. Chicago man, my hometown. Chicago man dies after police use stun gun. Authorities say that 41 year old man died uh, after Chicago police used a stun gun while trying to break up a fight. Right. The Chicago Sun Times reported the 41 year old man, Francisco Roca of Chicago, died Saturday on, on the city's southwest side. No, there was a southwest side of Chicago. Uh, southwest side, and the uh, Cook County medical examiner and police um, say Roca was involved in a fight with several men, you know, when the officers arrived on the scene. Police officers said they couldn't control him. Uh, so they uh, used a stun gun. He was pronounced dead at St. Anthony's Hospital. The medical examiner's autopsy is in. What's the gift? Does this last part not sound familiar with what we keep hearing and what they're now trying to say about the officer that choked the guy out? The medical examiner's office Sunday said that the autopsies were inconclusive in the further studies. Why is why the hell are we paying these people all this money with these cities to to have them be professionals on how somebody passes and to do forensics checking? And, oh, and they don't do a good job at all. They're inconclusive. <laughs> what, what is it? Of course, they don't want to be. You know what? Because they know the, the they know the real truth. They don't want the public to know the real truth. Okay. Well, they they, they gotta hide. They had everything, you know. 
That's why they get paid a lot of money to hide a lot of things. To hide a lot of things that we're not so really supposed to really, really know. You know? Incredible. Incredible. Now, now Sugar Ray is here, but uh, here's something that will make you not want to feel so hungry. You know what I'm saying? I know it makes you hungry, but this next story, it might not make you feel so hungry after you hear it. Beijing, Beijing, China. The McDonald's Mm -hmm. and KFC in China face a new food safety scare Monday after a Shanghai television station reported that the supplier sold them expired beef and chicken. So the company said said they immediately stopped using the meat from the company, which was uh, uh, UC Foods Limited, the officials of Zhuang Zhuang Hu uh, Zhuang um, said that uh, the news agency says authorities have ordered suppliers to spin operations uh, and they were investigating. Dragon TV said Sunday that that Hu C, the owner of the OSI group of Aurora, Illinois, repackaged stale beef and chicken and right and put a new expiration date on them. It is said they were sold to McDonald's, KFC, and Pizza Hut restaurants. Oh wow! I can definitely re- I can I can definitely relate to that because when I worked at a supermarket, you might want to you're gonna be screamish, but it's something for y'all to know. When I worked at a supermarket, I can definitely say, um, there you know, white people doing fuckery things again. Instead of throwing out the, the, the cookies and stuff, they just go and just retag it. And so you think it's fresh when you buy it, but you're really not buying it fresh. Okay? And um, don't buy your bread loose. Buy it packed already. You know, fresh from bakery that they pack that, um, that you get, that they get from a different bakery. Because. And I'm going to make it so yeah, right. A lot of people like to... The again, the white people like to go and touch all the the bread, oh. and not only that, but um, people just like to do a lot of dirty, dirty things. You want to make sure people wash their hands and stuff like that. But when right. where I worked at, I can definitely say that I you'll see a lot of people trying to use the same glove instead of re taking taking the, the the new glove off and putting on new ones or washing hands. It's just uncleanliness. And the fact is, is that where I worked around where food is and stuff, they will, you know, when you're at home and you like to clean off your tables and everything, um, these people will just go and cut up, and I work with a lot of white people, they will just cut up fruit and stuff, cut up mm-hmm. vegetable stuff, and they don't wash nothing. And I'm like, I have to, my mind says you 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 supposed to wash the stuff. But to them, they cut up strawberries and pack it in the packages, and they're not washed, but people buy it and they feed their kids to it, and that really makes me go, ugh. So don't buy your fruit cut up. <laughs> buy your fruit whole and cut up yourself. I'm serious. <laughs> cut up yourself. Sounds like don't, and it, sounds like don't touch anything package or uncut. <laughs> you know, no. If it's pre-made, pre, pre-made stuff, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> And it's actually a, a, a white woman that used to fry the fried chicken, and she never, she doesn't wash her chicken. She just goes and fry it. So you imagine 
when you're running to the bathroom having diarrhea and you don't know where you get it from? Hello? Make your yeah, own fried chicken, yeah. okay? And I just, I, 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 I've seen the worst. I even seen mice before. And let me tell you something. White people just think that they can just pick stuff out of foods and still give it to you. I've seen people do that. They will take something from the salad bar and pick out of it, pick out the mice poop, and go feed it to you. And you will never know that. So those memories burnt in my head. <laughs> because I just want you to know, like, don't eat from the salad bar neither. No. People I pick would, at it. Some people don't rotate. Some people don't rotate. Some people don't. Some people don't rotate the mayonnaise stuff. They're just giving it to you the way it is. So be uh, cautious, people. Be cautious. I'm sorry I had to talk about that food stuff, but once you talked about oil stuff, I said, oh, I have to say something because I don't want people to feel like they, you know, you want the best when you go shopping at the supermarket, but you don't want something, you know, that's going to upset your stomach. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. I, I believe that. There's a lot of unclean people having too And they bleach tables, too. They think that putting bleach on tables, they, they bleach the tables, yes, people. They bleach tables. So you think about it. when they And it's, the chemicals are strong. So you imagine that you're eating. You don't realize that when you're at home and stuff like that, you don't, You have to really wash your stuff because they have pre-cut stuff. They're, they're cutting up everything on something that was with harsh chemicals that actually are harmful when you breathe it in. So just to let you know that. Maybe they changed the water in that bucket. You know. Oh, not really, not really, and and you know what too, and and especially like the greens and stuff. I know I know white people are going to be screaming right now, but the greens are like there's one there's one water for for the greens that they just keep dipping, 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 just to make it look pretty. So you don't realize all that dirt they're shaking out. They're using the same water. So when you go home, wash your shit. <laughs> wash oh, that it. Is horrible. Wash it. But the whole with the whole mice poop thing, that's what they do. They just go and pick it out, and you don't realize what you're eat you're what you're eating. Some some something pooped on it, and you don't realize it. And the white people are serving that to other white people. You got bamboozled, you fuckers. That's why I don't eat that much. So it's like I. It's like it's like. <laughs> It's crazy. They do stuff like that. So it's like I've seen so much. So it's like I just tell people, like, you know, when I see people pick up certain things and stuff like that, I'm like, no, don't buy this. Or, you know, just, you know, if you're going to buy it, make sure you wash it. No salad bar. Remember I told you that. So if you call up to the show fair, I had diarrhea. When I told you, I asked don't eat from it. Remember, it's open up. And remember, when flies go, flies can go and touch all that salad bar food. You know that. Oh, so. yeah. And you know how so, much I have bacteria. Gosh, that's a beer's food inspector, damn it. They're not, they're not good at their job neither because people hide so much stuff that they don't realize. They don't, they don't pay too much attention like they should. They worry about that paycheck. Did I, did I mention so. that the name of this was what the hell is going on with our peeps? I think I want to extend that to what is wrong with people. <laughs> I just had to say that. 
That's and too, when you, you know what? Is Sugar Bear on the line? Because I know he's probably shocked at everything I just said. I'm sure he'll be in here just a little bit. He never lets us down, especially when you show up. But uh, you know, this is really going to piss you off. This, this is this is this is pretty ugly. A hundred ninety million dollar payout over gynecologists who secretly recorded patients. And 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 listen to the name of the hospital because you're on the East Coast, and I'm sure you've heard of this hospital before, Baltimore, Maryland. According to the Associated Press, says that John Hopkins Hospital has agreed to pay a $190 million settlement to more than 8,000 patients, right, of, of mm-hmm. a gynecologist who secretly videotaped women's bodies in the examining room with the pin-like camera that he wore around his neck, lawyers said Monday. Nikita Levi was fired uh, February uh, 2013 after the employee alerted the hospital authorities about her suspicions. Levy committed suicide 10 days later. The investigator discovered roughly over 1,200 videos and 140 images in his home. All these women were brutalized by this, and the, and, and, uh, the women uh, leave attorney, Jonathan uh, Scorchor, uh, um, mm-hmm. some of these women needed counseling. Uh, you know, they were sleepless. They were dysfunctional in the workplace. They were dysfunctional at home. And they were dysfunctional with their mates. And I could see they one were, of them. They were violated. They were violated to the T. They were violated thinking that the person that they go for to for in confidence would do something that dirty. Dirty. Of course they're going to be like that. Of course. And you know what? I, I hope that what I hope that they can sue the hospital and get all the money that they deserve. You know, but it's not going to change the fact that they went through that. It's going to make them not, they're going to make them untrust going to a doctor. And um, I just think that guy, him killing himself, he's just a coward. You're a coward and you're, and you're, you're just, you're just a sleazebag. I'm, I'm going to yeah. have to give this one of our patented fuckery alerts because this is John Hopkins Hospital. And you and I both know, you and I both know for a fact that they have touted this 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 hospital, they you know most deaf did a movie once in which he was a went from being an assistant doctor as a doctor's aide to becoming a doctor, and they have touted this hospital over and over again in Baltimore as one of the finest, most outstanding, blah 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 blah. Charlie Brown's teacher, blah 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 blah. That's Charlie Brown. They have touted this place as one of the top hospitals in the country. He said, this, I believe right, it. This, 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 this agreement is one of the largest settlements in U.S. history, right? It all but it, – it, 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 my tongue is tied. It all but closes <laughs> the case, right, that could never mm-hmm. be produced criminal charges, be threatened the reputation of one of the leading medical institutions. And according to the lawyers, traumatized thousands of women, even though their faces were not visible in the images, right, it cannot be established with certainty, you know what I'm saying, how many patients, you know, there actually were. They just found that, they, you know, they've got these camera pins and probably only had so much they could load up. Because you imagine this coward doing this to 8,000 patients in which women were going in for, for all kind of routine procedures, and they discovered roughly 12, 
hundred videos and 140 images at his home. Imagine what he had at work during lunchtime. This man was this man this man was probably you know infecting women, probably doing his business by himself, slow dancing alone by himself after all these interviews, and was really getting hyped up. But you have 1,200. That's a you know what? That's a lot of snapshots for a cell phone. That's a lot of snapshots for a Facebook account. I don't know if anybody has a thousand photos in Facebook, and he has all these uh, these different uh, uh, things going on. And like I said, eight thousand patients. I mean, you. Are, I mean, if that right there is not fuckery to the highest order, I don't know what it is. A complete, a complete distrust. I mean, you might as well have basically raped those women. And, and, and told them to you know to take a number. Basically, come in and get, basically, come in and get he your raped. Raping they feel stop. like they're raped. You're gonna feel, honestly, as a woman, you're gonna feel like you're raped just because someone violates you like that. Because that, I mean, your body is so precious, so beautiful. You don't want. You think you go to have a confidence, and you know, next minute, you know, everything's exposed. It's not right. You know, Absolutely. it's not right at all. You know Absolutely what? I, I mean, I I have no sympathy for him at all. I have no feelings towards. Oh, I feel bad that he died because you know what? He did that to himself because he's a coward. He cannot. He he didn't want to. He did not want to uh, confront those women in court and say how 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 he was a jerk. You know. Absolutely insane. Well, you know, he, did. Coward. He, committed, he committed suicide. Uh, a coward I, 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 a thousand deaths. A coward commits yeah. suicide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we have another But that doesn't take... Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no. What, finish that statement. Were you going to say something else? Who, me? Okay, let me bring this person in. Yeah, you could bring that person two, five, on. Two, two, five, three, eight, six, one. What's going down? Well, hello there. What if I what if I stepped into today? Oh, we were talking hi, about another Robin. one of those. Hi, <laughs> hi. I'm hi, sorry yeah. I'm late, everybody. I'm doing good. How are you doing? How are you doing? It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm sorry I haven't been here in a little bit. I've been busy. <laughs> uh, we had a cra- we had a crazy time last night. There's this crazy white woman on here, and she just kept cursing and, and kept talking about some some guy. And we kept saying, who are you talking about? And I'm like, we are not talking. We're like, what the hell's going on? And she just kept calling and calling by different numbers. Oh, my goodness. Wow. We were like, what is going on tonight? Uh, and when I say something, it's like the woman will just curse, it, just curse us out. We had some very interesting white men call here and uh, the other oh, night yeah. uh-huh. places and say, well, you know, this and the third night, I just wanted to say nigger, 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 nigger. So by the time Oh, my down, goodness. Uh, you guys uh, got trolled. You got uh, trolled. Uh, by, by the time we got done serving this person up like hot coals, Texas tea, you know, Uncle Jed had to, that didn't become a millionaire. He was broke. We we sent this guy packing, and his girlfriend, I guess, calls back and really voiced her displeasure at, at how we treated him. And that cyberbullying, he's not gay, and he's not this, he's not that. He also didn't have any brains either. Because if you call him, you are, you're a white person, you call him, 
a show full of black people that are having, you know, one of our usual fun adult conversations. Content mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And you uh, you show your royal, you're going to get your royal served. And we and we served him. And so I guess, you know, she must have called about 10 or 15 times. And I, like I, said, I, I, I want to thank her for that because she boosted the ratings of the show. So, you know, wow. You know, I know that's, that's right. Teamwork. That's wonderful and teamwork. I, you, know, you know what, Sue? And I was just like singing her a song about going in the um, going in her room in the dark just with some, and make sure she has some baby wipes with her. And I was just singing that, and I was, she was just like, ah, yeah. I'm like, what? Mm-mm-mm. But it wow. was like, you know, it's just like, you know, you know what? We were, talking, uh, we were talking about earlier how the fact that, you know, they listen to the show. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the skin of their teeth, they're like, wow. They're talking about us like that. You know, they had to call in and say something. That's all wow. they can say is nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> and then, the, you know, and the other woman cursing at us, I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't know. And, we were just uh, like, but I yeah. like how, I like the fact <laughs> that, you know, everybody's trying to be mature about it. Until she got really crazy. You know, being polite saying, have a good night. You have the wrong show. And they kept calling, yeah. calling, calling. Yeah. I said, you're not going to work with us, so why don't you have a good night? Just go have another day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, have a good night. I said, I'm trying not to be rude to you. I'm trying the best that I can, you know. You know what he, you know what he kept saying last night? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't I, all these numbers, All these numbers kept popping up. And he was like, you know what? This is really fuckery. This was really fuckery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Not stop. Unbridled. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. I, I, I'm speechless. And he was like, this is my show. You know, don't come on here doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then she just kept going on and on and on. Like, I just couldn't believe it. That's how crazy these white people are. I'm telling you. They're crazy. What I, what I don't understand is how can we be cyberbullying and you're calling us with <laughs> nigger, 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 nigger. On the cyberspace, you're doing that too. Okay. Right. And, and, you, and you're dumb enough. I remember she kept saying that he was gifted. I can see your number. <laughs> remember last night she kept saying, oh, he's so gifted. He's gifted. You leave him alone. You leave him alone. I'm like, what? What is she talking about? Who's gifted? <laughs> oh my God. He's gifted, all right. You know, in a wow. straight kind of way, he's gifted. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he really makes sense to me. Why this individual was calling up and oh, first thing I want to do is I say, nigger, nigger, nigger. So then. Somebody else calls it place, you know, down south. It's like they have this thing coordinated. Oh, yes, and I also just wanted to say, you know, uh, nigger, nigger, nigger. I'm like, okay. I said, you know what? I said, you, my friend. I said, yeah. I, said, I, said I said, really, for real? I said, that word doesn't work with, with, with people like us anymore. I said, I said, now, the bottom line is, is that I know the definition of what that means, and you have got to be hands down the whitest nigger that I've talked to all night. I said, I said, this wow. is what happens when you have this is what happens when you have inbreeding, 
right? And I said, here you go, messing with cows and pigs and dogs. I said, you need to cut that out because now you're infected and infected and mentally mm-hmm. infected. You need to go someplace and just go back and quit bothering us. I said, I said, mm-hmm. you know, that, I said, that point does not work on us. So they, so they kept calling, kept calling. So I said, so he called back uh, last night. And I said, well, you know what? I said, 661. I said, I don't know who you are. At this point, I don't care. I said, but until you can learn how to have an adult, mature conversation with adult, mature grown people, I'm just not going to allow you to uh, interact with us on the show. And we kept talking. So it got to the point mm-hmm. where all he could do is sit there and listen. I'm, and I'm quite sure on some level he really actually wanted to finally get into the conversation. But, I mean, we, we were having one of our usual adult chat sessions about, you know, you know, men and women and what grown folks do. And because, you know, we weren't talking about someone one with blonde hair and blue eyes, I guess it didn't impress them enough. And so they, they gave that as their summation. Well, you know, when you start out like that, you can't really expect real intelligent folk to go there with you. And, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you know, basically, you know, what the fuck are you? You need to go somewhere with that because we don't have time for that and we're not trying to, you know, to make time with that because that's really an absolute you know, waste of our time. We have too much uh, productive things that we can talk about. And, you know, like I said, we're all mature people that, that come in here. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, did you get the job of uh, sponsoring and doing the hosting of the uh, Spreaker uh, Awards? I haven't found out yet. I'm expecting to find out tomorrow or Friday. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I'm yeah. for you know, get it because Lord knows you work very, very, very hard, you know, <laughs> and, and you deserve that. <laughs> I sure am enjoying it, but I'm having the time of my life. I'm like, yes, the uh, Spreaker Radio Award nominated. I've got three of them. How many do you have? Oh, <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> that's good. You know, that's a good way to get them. Shove it in. Hey, have have a. Uh, how about the, the the folks over there trying to learn how to play fair with you yet, or, or, or what's going oh, on? Oh no, no, no! The unfairness got even. The subjects got even more unruly. I really oh, want boy. to smite them. I want to smite them. So, mm-hmm. Yes, the subjects got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for the, uh, I told uh, you, uh, I'm going to had, I, I had uh, some, uh, uh, just a little, just a little insight on on some of the fookery, the tomfookery. Uh, 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 I told you about a certain uh, individual that was throwing throwing me under the bus. Well, they backed it up by going around Facebook and PMing people saying, don't support me, don't vote for me, and don't come to my site or my radio station. <laughs> wow, talk about bitter beer. Oh, please. my gosh. I mean, are yeah. they really, they, do they really don't like you or something? Because they really don't like me. <laughs> Well, you know, deep down inside, they like you. You know how they used to say how the boys, they don't think they tease us and stuff, but really, they really like us. So. Well, you know, you know, it's like uh, uh, Don King. Don King says, I know my hair is nappy. I know y'all be <laughs> laughing at me. I know you don't like me. I don't like you either. But we cannot <laughs> like each other all the way to the bed. Okay? Yeah. You know, and uh, it's. It's kind of sad because, you know, I, I do what I do, and it's just a real simple thing, you know. I spread the word of God, and I help people, and I'm real good at that. 
and that it that for me it's nothing more, nothing less, and it's very rewarding. Absolutely. You know, other people they don't always see it, they don't always get yeah. that. That's okay, but it doesn't take that, away that from what I'm doing. That person took it too far. That person yeah. took it too far, like 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 you like you did harm to them. And you didn't yeah. Do anything. All I did was stay in my lane. <laughs> well, you know what. <laughs> You know what? I hope I hope that you get to win your rewards. Yeah. You know. And you know you well, can stick it to them. You know you can just post your picture on their page with your rewards in your hands. You know. Thought I wouldn't. I'm already doing it. <laughs> I like, Hi, my name's Robin. <laughs> I do real good over here. Yeah, I like it under this bus, though. It's kind of cozy under here. Back it up again. I like that. Because <laughs> every time something happens like that, let that be the reason why, why I take off. It's just, just, you know, not even a month ago, the radio station went over 200,000. And six months ago, it went over 100,000, you know. And, 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 and we're already at 260-some-odd thousand now, so, you know. I heard somebody say, they, they always say this, women lie, men lie, numbers don't. Well, you know, <laughs> everybody's going around making making music and they're doing what they're doing and everybody's trying to get numbers. I got numbers. I ain't got no book. I ain't got no music. All I'm trying to do is present and try to help other people. They be like, we're back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep. They might have to borrow some gas money from you. You know what? And it's, look, look I, I'll give it to him. I'll be glad to give it to him. Here you go. <laughs> Can I get a ride to the curb before you get to backing and beep, beep, beeping over me again? <laughs> Can I get a ride to safety? <laughs> you know, but and and I don't, I never understand this. You know, uh, a lot of people when things happen, they go check somebody and get with them and stuff like that. Well, oftentimes I'll just kind of step back and lay in the cut and go on about my business quietly. But for some reason, when we do that, it's like a, a threat. They like, they like. Oh, what are they gonna do to me now? And it's like, man, ain't nobody even studying you. But but and you think you could go on about your business, but you gotta you gotta you know they be like they be like looking at you like you waiting for you to get them. And it's like, man, I don't even understand that kind of mentality. But you know, and it really makes a makes an impact on well, you know, you never know what what's inside people's heads. That's you true. Know, you, you just never know. So I, I don't know. If I think about it too hard, though, that everybody will be walking around on small standards because I'll be walking around with a, with a baseball bat. I got this long, I got this long blue, blue hoodie, and it's like, and it's like Gumby blue, and I put it on. And I put on my dark glasses and a baseball bat, and I call myself Gangster Gumby. Yeah, come on, I'm ready. <laughs>
pull them back or stop them from doing it. What I mm-hmm. find is that you don't say anything and you just kind of maintain. And you talk to everybody that they talk to but them. That silence is a killer because it becomes like Michael Jackson with the media. I don't talk to mm-hmm. you. You got to make it up. You got to fudge it. You got to kind of you got to kind of wing it. And you know you know as you know chickens don't fly. So I mean you got to wing it. And you don't and you're being chicken. What I'm saying is you're being chicken shit, and you're not yeah. you're not doing you're not really serving any purpose. And the silence kills you because there is no retort or response mm-hmm. or and you left silence. it to deal with yourself yeah, yeah. you know they don't you like that though white people do not like when you ignore them when you get them aside treatment they feel like they feel like they they just crawled and died in the corner they just don't like it uh-huh. just i did it before a lot of people at work too and you know when i was working because once you start once you start that silent treatment it kills them so bad Mm-hmm. You know, they're just waiting for you to do something. When you don't do something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They love talking yeah. to themselves, you know? <laughs> they do, too. They talk to <laughs> themselves, you know that? They like going out back and popping the trunk open and coming back and regulating. You ain't got to say nothing. Tell them you keep yourself out of trouble. Tell somebody that they know that's close to them. And when the word gets to them, they usually don't have nothing nothing to say to you. So it's like, for me, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. it has always worked because, you know, I don't I don't have the greatest, uh, you know, temper in the world and stuff. And that's why I always leave my stuff at home because sometimes I get out there on the road and people get to acting crazy on the road if something happens. And I'm apt to reach back there and see if it's still Swole works. status. Swole status. Swole yeah. status. Mm-hmm. I mean, what can, what can you say? But, uh, hey, we were we were on this thing. As you can see, the, the topic tonight is is this craziness with our people. And, I, and the question was, what the hell is going on with our peeps? And there's a, mm-hmm. a unique story that, that is, is really kind of, really kind of ugly. Um that we covered that today. It, you know, Juan from ATL likes to send me, a, keep me up to date and send me a lot of news. But he mm-hmm. sent me something on that Eric Gardner thing, the brother that got choked in New York. And yeah. like, if I can here, I'm going to look for it. They had these, they had the uh, excerpts where these cops yeah. from the New England area, New York area, were saying some pretty befouled things were coming out of their mouths about what they thought about him, what they thought about, mm-hmm. you know, other people and stuff. But before I get to that, here's a story from my hometown that, that is really like, you. if you want to talk about just to serve in a hurry, you're going you're gonna to love this one. It, it has to do, as, as they say, with the fox and the hound. The fox was this, um, this uh, sister in my hometown who was a judge and and, and, and and dealing with this racist guy who didn't know what justice was really going to mean till it was too uh, too late. Says mm-hmm. here, racist man slaps and spits an elderly woman's face, called her Rosa Parks, and didn't realize that she was a Cook County judge when he did it to her. 
Oh my God! You talk, about, you talk about quick retribution. Here's the story: said a North Side business owner, right, slapped a 79-year-old Cook County judge in the face, spit her, spit in her face, and called her Rosa Parks after he be, became angry and uh, that she was smoking near him outside the Daily Center, named, named after Mayor Daly, who was, who was part of the Daily Machine in Chicago. For years, it's the same one that killed those Black Panthers back there. Says mm-hmm. that uh, Monday's attack outside the courthouse came as a shock to friends of Judge Arnett Hubbard, a silver-haired uh, African-American jurist who had uh, was the first female president of the National uh, and Cook County Bars Association. You know, both law- both uh, black lawyers and, and, and groups. She's an icon in our community, said Dolores Robinson, a past president of Cook County Bar Association, and she noted that Hubbard, a former commissioner on Cook County Board of Elections, had been an international election observer in Haiti and South Africa and has long been mm. a voice of civil rights. And, of course, they talked about uh, several accolades. She said the two, uh, the two people, what ended up happening is she said that uh, she went out and walked a cigarette, just to smoke a cigarette for a break real quick, and this guy, David C. Nicosia, 55, became angry when she was smoking near him. The two argued, right, and Nicosia, who was white, stepped near her and said, Rosa Parks, move, and spit mm-hmm. in her face. Mm-hmm. Prosecutor says she walked away, as he walked away from the law division, the judge followed him and called for assistance. Nicosia was turned in and allegedly slapped, who, uh, allegedly slapped the judge on the left side of her face, prosecutor said, and he was arrested by sheriff's deputies and charged with four counts of aggravated battery, and Judge James uh, Brown, James Brown, <laughs> held him yeah. on a $90,000 bail. And so they're hoping, you know, he's, he's facing, you know, uh, quite a bit of time for that, and, and they hope that he gets a lengthy sentence, but that is what you call... You know, justice, as Michael Cooper would say, with the quickness. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's wonderful that that worked out. And of, and Absolutely. Of course, you know, you know, I mean, you got to be careful today. I mean, and I say it all the time. If you've got to be a smart ass, you got to be smart. <laughs> first. And you never yeah. know who you're dealing with. I mean, that's horrible situation. When you're 79 years old and all you're doing is bullying what you thought to be a senior citizen. And I could just imagine you you were 55 years old yourself. She's 79. I could just imagine what kind of moron and, and, and dog you were, uh, you know what I'm saying, um, for the remainder of the time or whatever, that you were young. You were probably really uh-huh. something else. A whole, a whole but you know what? I hope that they keep him in jail for a long time. And I hope those men in jail just, you know, they fuck with him just like how he did with the old lady swapping on her face. Okay? Wow. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's going to catch the royal beat down when he gets Oh, there. of course he's going to catch the beat down. That could have been their mother. Yeah. Like yeah. If one of them was their mother and they see him in there, they're going to be his ass. They're going to do all types of stuff to him. Don't worry. He, he, go, he ain't going to be calling nobody else no Rosa Parks. No Rosa Parks. When well, he gets there. I feel like Sugar Ray tonight on that one. I told you, you know, my mother, you know, uh, went home, uh, you know, 11, 11 years ago, uh, mm-hmm. a week ago, a week ago today, and today she would have been 88 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, knowing knowing how I felt about her, 
you know, I, I, I wish a nigga would, white nigga or mm-hmm. black nigga. I wish a nigga would when it comes down to it. Now, to me, that was my definition of a nigga. That was mm-hmm. my definition because, uh, you know, here again we're talking about ignorance, and that's what the word means, and mm-hmm. the word nigga, the word nigga for those who know what it is for, for uh, intentional purposes, the way that these folks use it, you know what I'm saying? It's like gas. It can be anybody. It can be odorless. It's colorless. And if you know mm-hmm. what words mean, which is why, you know, young folks out there, if you folks are listening, I'll probably tell you after this show, uh, you know, if you're, if you're smart, you know, you'll study your books, study your lessons, and, and, and realize that, that words can affect you. But it's, it's good to know what words mean so that they don't affect you in an adverse way. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the lighter news, Snoop Dogg has been hosting uh, his GGN interview variety show. And along the way, he said he's had some great moments. Like, you know, Snoop and Two, and two Chains and Jill Scott and Seth Rogen, you know, they started, uh-huh. uh, you know, they recapped the game of the Thrones and did some singing and stuff. But on a recent visit to the guest with Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Snoop recounts the time that he smoked weed in the White House. Mm-hmm. But do you really want to admit that? And 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 and, and, and an even better question: when, Was that actually the first time two weeks ago that Obama was offered to hit the joint? Inquiring minds mm-hmm. want to know. Send us an email, Snoop, if you get an opportunity, because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Crazy business. Uh, Keith Sweat, Danny Glover, and um, George Clinton celebrated the. Uh, Birthdays yesterday on twenty second. Happy birthday! So happy, happy birthday to them. Danny Glover sixty eight, George Clinton, you know what I'm saying, uh, seventy three, and Keith Sweat fifty three. So that's 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 yeah. love all the way around. Oh right yeah, there. happy happy mm-hmm. long birthday. Yeah, I, I did a happy birth control, Robin. It's over there in, inside a your happy uh, birth control. Over there, you know. So if you want to <laughs> if you want to check that out, you know, what I'm saying I got. The George Clinton, you know how we keep it funky on the music. I, mm-hmm. I, I put you over there and, and your spot over there. Now, mm-hmm. here, here is what we were trying to get to. This was part of tonight's, not highlights, but more or less lowlights. So that my face cooperates with me here sometime before I turn grayer. Uh, it, <laughs> it, mm-hmm. talks about, it talks about what was going on. Uh, in the minds of of uh, some of okay, one of these things taking way too long to introduce itself, but they were they were they were talking about um, these policemen, uh, and and it says of course the internal re- report that they did on Mr. Garner getting uh, choked and killed by police officers. Uh, they did not mention the, the choking incident, which is incredible because. As always, they always seem to, to you know to to want to leave stuff out. They always seem to want to you know somehow get amnesia when it comes down to uh, seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to, trying to find this this other stuff. Evidently, there were some some cowards. And they keep calling these New York policemen heroes. They keep calling them heroes. Keep mentioning all the heroes, the heroes, the heroes. And I haven't seen anything that really shows me uh, really how much of a hero there are. And here's the story that I was looking for. It says 
Uh, here's what some cops had to say about what happened with uh, with the Eric Gardner case. Now, these people, you know, to me, then it, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, it was pretty ugly stuff, and and as always, you know, you get these these animals that uh, need 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 to be caged themselves. And he was saying some pretty ugly things. Saying some pretty ugly things about that situation yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you know, a, a coward always hides behind. They didn't want to give up their badge numbers. And they didn't want to give up their their identities for for obvious reasons because they knew they were out of pocket. But said emotions are running high over the case with Eric Gardner, the Staten Island man who died last week. And, mm-hmm. uh, Justice for Eric Gardner hashtag. There is some, however, some community online expressing of what's going on with the case. In the internet communities of law enforcement, like Police One dot com, um, the uh, one source, uh, you know, what's it? The one resource for law enforcement online. Um, the uh, Rant, a New York uh, police uh, message board. Gardner was a stirred up political and racial stuff. And, I mean, of course, like I said, no ID cards, no badges, and they didn't want to say what it was. But here's just a few things that were said. And, like I said, they didn't use their real names for obvious reasons. said, this guy, uh, Sack DeMoss, right? Again, if, if Mr. Walking Heart Attack had simply, you know what I'm saying, hit his hamburger shovels, Behind his back, he would have uh, he would have had a heart attack. Uh, wouldn't have had a heart attack over exerting himself. The NYPD mm-hmm. did absolutely nothing wrong. And, and see, um, he said um, he said the guy, he said, you know, the guys, you know, slamming these uh, New York police officers. And uh, there there are many that wouldn't want any of you guys around during a critical incident. Hopefully, you guys are desk jockeys. All right. Then another one says, I think uh, they were very generous, maybe too generous in the amount of time they allowed this guy to vent. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. I wonder if because it was because of his size, but they were waiting for backup again due to his size. You know, I also didn't see any kicks, baton strikes, or punches. Nothing can be construed as excessive, even though this guy was. You know, except for they had, they had him kneel down and they had their hands on his. Chin and neck, and they and they block his air, and you exactly. don't have to use a lot of force, but that's still excessive. Well, if you get two hundred and fifty pounds per officer, you multiply that times six, and they brother, and they let him lay of, there for seven minutes on. unconscious before they started checking his body. They said he didn't look like he was in any kind of distress. He's just laying there. He was dead. When you you have a ton of police officers on you, 250 pounds apiece, and one guy choking your neck off, 2,000 pounds of it. You had a ton of human human beings laying on this guy. guy With handcuffs on. Right, choking him to the ground and, 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 and all the way around, bending his neck back, which was clearly a bad thing. And then the bastard gets up and starts smiling and waving at the camera. That's problematic. And, and when they they apprehended him, they came up behind him and just automatically took the club around his neck. Why didn't they taser him? Why didn't they take other measures to disable him? 
Well, you well see? for the same reason, I'm going to read a few more of these little, these little uh, cop remarks. Cop in NYC. A more accurate headline would have been non-complaint, fat bastard gets just due in resisting law, law enforcement officers. Just uh, uh, whatever his name is, some other pig, uh, I guess the best thing for his tribe would, would, right, would uh, probably never uh, work a legit job. The city will pay his family, and they will be in mega heaven for the rest of their lives. And he's spelling wow. N-I-G-G-A-A-A, nigga, heaven for the rest of their lives. And even cops saying this shit. The supposed heroes, which, which are nothing more than punks. And it says here, mm-hmm. you know, uh, finally, it says here, finally, PHR 33. As they go down, one can clearly see the cop in the green jersey holding his neck with his left arm only and while uh, try, trying to grab his uh, the person's right hand, but in a second he goes completely, he goes completely uh, and twists his position uh, to the next perp. Right? He said there was no continuous chokehold of any kind. Let me tell you something from what I saw and know about wrestling. That damn <laughs> a guy in the green attempted to put that brother in a sleeper hole, and the brother was too big for him to do it. So I, I'll say again, when he hit the ground and he twisted his neck around, and he was and he had went from the brother being in the crouch position to him rolling back, he had clearly had him in a chokehold up underneath that, so he can't deny mm-hmm. it. That was on camera. Mm-hmm. Then this other one says, New York's uh, police department's finest. Hopefully I'm totally wrong, but if they're going to try to crucify these cops for doing their jobs, if the fat fucker just put his hands behind his back, none of this would have escalated the way it did. I think the cops are going to have a long uphill battle. Thankfully this happened. In Staten Island and not in the Bronx. Oh my God, career career path. He said he said uh, uh, F.N. Bratton threw threw the cops under the bus by declaring it was a chokehold, and the cop grabbed him from grabbed him from behind. Yes, he did not hold this guy in a position where his breathing his breathing because of his, his fat bastard was blocked off. The medical examiner's reports will be in the cop's favor. Tell the the, the Blasio. To get his ass to Italy. Wow. Says here, Joe Bolton, the final one that I'm going to read. I'm going to be up, uh, uh, be up on the uphill. It'll be an uphill battle for the cops. You can clearly see that the fat bastard's crying out, I can't breathe. Okay, let, let, let's, stop, let's stop reading right there. First of all, uh-huh. this, brother had, this brother had asthma. He told you he couldn't breathe. And even after he mm-hmm. was lying, and obviously he couldn't breathe, but he'd still be alive. Obviously, mm-hmm. and, and 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 when you know a person is telling you they can't breathe, and basically their wind is cut off and everything, and after my surgery, I find that sometimes when I'm outside, it's difficult for me to breathe. I wouldn't even want to imagine what it would be like to have mm-hmm. you know uh, six racist pigs right uh, slobbering all over me and choking me out, trying to twist my arms behind my back at the same time, and they let that brother lay there basically, and die, and then tried to pretend like he was still conscious when they knew that he was already dead. So, I mean, this is this is not only a, a bad situation for New York City itself, but it's also a horrible situation when you think in terms of the fact that this went down the way that it did, and these pigs were, didn't want to be culpable for anything that happened. All they knew is that, that we're saying is that, you know, they didn't think their cops did anything wrong with us other business, 
I would like to put them in a similar chokehold. When I when I heard mm-hmm. those comments, I heard what they said uh, on another uh, site. I, I commented, I would love to introduce these guys to Louis. You know what I'm saying? My friend Louis, the the uh, the uh, you know the uh, the the uh, slugger fat man. You know what I'm saying? Louisville slugger to the, the brain because for them to say these things and they're they're cops and they're doing this more and more and more as these cops get out of control with stop and frisk and all the other weird stuff that was going on in New York and all the you know the fact that they were Gladman and Bloomberg, uh, you know the, the, the idiot that he is, the way they were and, and, and allowing this guy to you know come up with you know violating people's civil rights. These pigs have, have for too long been allowed to do dirty stuff all the time. I mean, I got pulled over a couple of months ago, and the guy never told me, once he found out insurance, he never told me why he pulled me over. He just let me go. So, I mean, they, they do profiling. They still do uh, you know, ignorant stuff all the time, and it's, it's, it's just incumbent upon us to, you know what I'm saying, take heart at, at what we see and what's going on and know that, mm-hmm. you know, these are not really out here to serve and protect, but they're here to serve up, uh, you know, a, a mystery. Serve mm-hmm. up fuckery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuckery. You know what I'm saying? At 100 miles an hour in a, in a 30 mile zone. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's what that's what we're left in saddle with. I want to go pay a, a couple of bills real quick, but when I get back, you know what I mean? We're going to continue zoom, to roll zoom, around. Zoom, zoom, when we get back? Huh? Zoom, 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 wham, wham. So when you get back? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I have my credit card ready. You know, I, I, you know we'll, we'll have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. Thank okay. you kindly. So, so we'll have to give. What the hell is going on with our peeps? 646-5-5-3-4-2. Zoom, 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 wham, wham. Eat so tough it. <laughs> we'll see you when we get back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
for you, more for you I say I'm sorry for the times I was wrong for you Get a J-O-B for you, plus I'll be loyal I go cut a free for you, even plus a key for you Right now, I'm ready to change my lifestyle Pipe down for you, lay the pipe down for you All call free for you, all week for you Lay off the heat for you, stay off the seat for you I take you out for lunch, anything you want Put out the front for you, put out the blunt for you Make sure you stay for sound, stay around for you You gon' love the way your man lay it down for you Hey yo, hey mom, everything is Uh-huh, you got to know it Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh
I'm really excited. I I uh, I want to do it. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, around around camp now, they they both get to talk with me, Miss Freaker now. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. You can well, you can call me that that Freaker lady. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can call me. You can call me Batman. You know, I forgot. How do I? How do I get over to that? Uh, to your page on Spreaker? What are you, Robin Lynn on Spreaker? Or? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Robin, Robin, Robin Lynn. Yeah, and then okay, uh, right. and then and then you click on on the tab that says shows, and then you have to scroll down. There's about 44 shows over there. Okay, there we go. Okay, there it is, right there. So then I just yeah. tap in and get in there. And, and, and uh, oh, congratulations, because the Flossy GZ Worldwide Show, uh, uh, those episodes airing on the Spreaker Network now have uh, 1,000 some-odd, some-odd, some-odd views. You, you went over 1,000. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow, there it is right there. And, congratulations. Thank you, thank you, and 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 look at you. You're uh, you're absolutely, you know, you know, in there like swimwear as well. Your 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 deal is moving. I see waves. Are you actually live and and and, uh, and over here with us tonight? Yes. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, see, I see the waves going. Uh, they're making me kind of kind of sleepy there. <laughs> Speaker. 
Yes, yes, and I can. Uh, I just have to uh, get you the login so that you can do that. Yes, easily. That's incredible. The music will probably sound better than, than everything. Because uh, now I'm still trying to listen. I haven't listened to the George Clinton uh, birthday show that I did today, but I actually bit the bullet and I did like I would say almost 95 percent better than I did the first time I started using it just off of memory of how we did the, the previous shows, and I got caught between a rock and a hard spot because when you fill up so many files uh, in, in your My Documents or in your, um, you know, when you're trying to do shows and stuff using the um, that uh, downloader or whatever that you, mm-hmm. that apparatus rather than doing these two speakers, I found that, um, that, uh, that thing doesn't like to continue to download when there's so many files loaded up. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to be able to empty those via finally having mm-hmm. those shows that I've saved the material on. That OJ is going to love that. That OJ is probably going to run for about three or four episodes because those guys made so much. Yeah. Music. Incredible. Yeah. They now, were, really they were very prolific and very instrumental. You know, in 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 music. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, I didn't even I mean, have I don't know whether to have talking going on while those shows are going or what, but we can run on with OJ episodes, OJ's episodes all week. Mhm. Mhm. things things are sort of sort of getting worked up, but I've been going a little bit too hard at it. It's just crazy. It's crazy, but we are worldwide, and we are live, and those waves are kicking in over there. So that's a good thing. I am I am really pushed because I put in two shows. Moose, are you still out there? Oh. <laughs> Is Sugar Ray with us tonight? No, he's uh, he, he's. I don't know what he's. he's I haven't haven't seen him all day. I think I hollered at him earlier this morning, and after that, it was over with. So I don't know where he's at. Let's see, man, I've done back-to-back shows tonight. And it feels good to, you know, to, to get it in and be able to talk about subjects and different stuff going on. And you're really going to like that George Clinton. Because uh, I, I tried to break it down. I broke it down. I went Parliament. Then I went Funkadelic. Then I went just him by himself. You know? Oh, you gave, us, you gave us some structured funk. Huh? You just you just gave us some structured funk. You just laid it out for us. In a nice yeah. little package there. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, and thank you. Thank you for taking the time to compile that and, and present it because that's you know, that's some that we don't get that exposure like that anymore. And so I really yeah. appreciate that. Thank you. I guess it is people as a, coming as a fellow as a fellow music consumer myself, my hat's off to you. Kudos. Kudos. <laughs> well, I've I've arrested the ranks the the, uh, the ranks of uh, hosting award shows. That's kind of that's kind of that's kind of a, a a new era. That's that's something to reach for. But yeah, as long as someone else is doing, that, I don't mind you know filling in um, the um, blanks by doing uh, yeah, other I things. I do need to be I do I need to be transferred to the complaint department though. Because I put yeah. in, I put in a request days ago for some Engelbert Humperdinck 
and some Sammy Davis Jr., and some Tom Jones, and I have yet to uh, have that that request fulfilled. And so now I think it's high time. I would like to speak to your supervisor. Yeah, yeah, we have dates of Tom Jones. And Tom Jones plays <laughs> So uh, I love him. He has a song called, you know, She's a Lady, and uh, Whoa, 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 She's a Lady, and some other stuff, so. You know, yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of room for stuff that, and material stuff that we can use, and I have to turn. He, Tom life. Jones, Tom Jones actually did a cover of of, of Prince's Kiss. Really? Yes, and it's pretty good too. Yes, Google it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Incredible, you know. Yeah. Have, have you ever, have you ever heard a song by George Clinton called? Um, Called, called uh, what is it called? I think it means called diagram or something like that, or something along those lines. Um, I, I want to get, I want to make sure I say the, the the right name of the song, and and, I, and I'm gonna I want to look it up real quick. But long story short, you know, him and George Clinton did quite a bit of work together. Mm-hmm. Prince and George Clinton. And that was like. Uh, I was really wow. impressed by by that. I was like, "Wow, Prince and George Clinton, go figure that one out." Wow. Let me see. If, I don't know why. Whatever you type something in, they never put our people up there. They got George Lopez, George Michael. Who the hell is George Michael? Uh, George okay. uh, is he still alive? Isn't it that that wham person? Speaking of zoom zooms and wham whams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My, he was from Wham. Wake me up before you go down. I remember, believe me. I, <laughs> I, I can I tell you that. Oh, what about that? Uh, uh, I, I, what did I want your sex? Yeah, George it. Michael. Uh-huh. Wow. Because I don't feel like sharing the mic with five other Negroes. Going, hey, what? Hey, hey, 
What? <laughs> it's a it's a little bit more detail than that, but I I know what you're saying. How did I tell? <laughs> oh, Paradigm. That's the name of the song. It's called Paradigm. Yes. And that oh Paradigm song has Prince in it. And he's sitting there singing and playing and stuff. But then they wait, they wait this one song that I can't remember. But all I know is the music went do 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 and I can't remember yeah. the name of the song. Erotic city. I needed you earlier because I could not think of the name of that song, man. And, and, Listen, I'm going to say this once, and this is the last time I'm going to say this worldwide, okay? If you don't know, you better ask somebody. And if they didn't know, you should have asked me in the first place. Now, there you go. That, Are there any more questions? <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. I needed that song today to go on that George Clinton birthday uh, show. And I couldn't oh, yeah. The, the last time I heard it, uh, my, my, uh, it was when I last time I saw my father like when I went for a visit back in 87. I was like, I couldn't think of the name of that song. I was like, ah, I'm tearing my hair out was left of it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I will be downloading that song and putting that song inside inside the uh, the studio there because that was a that was a hell of a song right there, you know. Yeah, I hope oh. you can find it. It's very difficult to find any of Prince's music in the United States. What? Hello. And I'm looking at I'm looking at the I'm still here and I'm looking at the video now. Good. Sometimes what you have to do is you find out if Prince did a collaboration with somebody and you go that route because uh, Prince Rogers Nelson is very selective about who plays what of his. Mm-hmm. And and I can't say I blame him. I mean, it's, it, 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 it is what it is, but it's like, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, don't, no one wants to take anything when you just, you just love your work. But, you know, sometimes... People will, will will use uh, stuff for the uh, for the wrong reasons and stuff. So I can almost understand, you know, what yeah. it is. It's crazy. You know, I am. I get creative, crazy about my, you know, intellectual property. I'm, I'm always on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know what? I I I know you better have to be like that because I mean, uh, it's it it. You get all kinds of people doing all kinds of things out there, and and people like to uh, you know overtake uh, other other people's things, you know, and and so you know you you really have to be, you know, it's so much more to to making your music than just making your music. It's so much more that you have to think about and be aware of. And it's almost like, you know, you have to make your music and then stand up on guard with it with a shotgun sending everybody off. And then and then then it's so much more between that and and the end user, you know, which is the listener. 
you know, which is your fans and listeners, which is what you're making it for. And it's a really right. simple thing, which you, you get all that stuff in between it and it makes it really difficult. And, uh, you know, you, I've uh, in the last month, uh, um, I've had artists that dropped out because they got discouraged and people were, were taking advantage of them. I've encountered artists that uh, 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 there are issues where their rights came up, you know, and 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 rights were challenged and 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 you know wasn't even the case of that. I mean, just so many things, you know, and not even just in the music. It's just crazy, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trying to, you know. Yeah, let, let's let's try something. I'm gonna see if you can if you can hear this, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the song we were just talking about here. So let's just see let's see if she if she's steady as we go. Let's see, if we're try something here. Hopefully, we put skip. Yeah. All in my You always call me that. Uh, 
Oh, that's crazy. Well, I'm sure How my wife is doing these days? Does anybody know? Uh, I think she's about a year younger than I am, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll dial up Mike Tyson. Maybe he can tell us, you know? No, maybe I'm saying, how, how, how is she this day, these days? You, you know, I don't, I don't know. But last time I checked with, uh, with with Mike Tyson, she was pretty rich, you know, because you know she got his house and his, and, his, and his car. I don't know, I don't know if she still possesses those items, but I, that thing was just such a mess. You know, you don't, you don't bring a guy on, on, on TV with uh, depressing drugs and other weird stuff, and and uh, you know, uh, bring him on TV like that, but. You know, Mike. Mike, what's that? That trainer of his passed away. Mike became mm-hmm. a different person. And that was really a shame to to see him to see him go through that because he really was a good dude. He just didn't have uh, the right people around him. Like I say it all the time, you are who you surround yourself with. And there were so many people just trying to get at Mike Tyson, the the man, and trying to get in his pockets and stuff. And it mm-hmm. really turned into every situation. So go figure. Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Me? You go figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what happened to Melissa? She she disappeared on this there. You know, telling. I don't know. You know, back in the day, told that you can't hang, say you can't hang. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, and when she comes back, I think we're doing the policy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy business. Hey, we're gonna we're we're gonna go to a quick commercial, and in the meantime, a little something for you for the archives. That way, it'll be on your show as well. Here's George Clinton. Happy birthday, George! A little something for us. A little extra bonus for us.
as you know, the playback always makes it always sounds better, and uh, that's going to be a nice collector to a nice collector to have on there. Indeed. So, um, man, oh man. Well, you know, it's about that time. We got about five minutes and fifty-one seconds left. Well, of course, you know, we don't have the man with the program on, you know, to, to, to give our usual uh, outtake, you know, here and there. But I want to say, you know, God bless all you folks out there for joining in with me here with Flossie Jeezy and uh, Robin Lynn, Robin Lynn Productions. Be sure to check out the Spreaker Awards. Robin Lynn will most definitely probably be the person in there handling the show. Your boy Fossey Jesus will be running his shows back to back over here and supporting with prayers. Hoping everything works out the way it needs to. And um you know, we we hope not a problem. We hope that you have thoroughly enjoyed the time that you spent with us and you know, we hope that you you know, we've done something to enhance your life and made it just a little bit more fun for a little while. God bless your mom, happy birthday. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, hopefully everything is uh, going good up there. Save me a spot. <laughs> you know, things are still going on down here. And, uh, like I said, I want to thank you folks for coming out. Robin, you know me, I'll see you on, on the rebound because uh, you and I still got a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank, thank you for your patience. Uh, and take care of yourself over there. And, uh, you know, make the police hammer don't hurt them, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to take, take them home with a little bit of Wu-Tang Clan and maybe a little something slow to finish it off. But either way, good night and God bless. And remember, you can find Robin Lynn and myself on Tumblr, Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Google, you know what I'm saying, Facebook, you know, and everything that I have a name, Robin will tell you about some other time, but you can find us everywhere on the web. And don't forget Reverb Nation, Flossy Jeezy, you know what I'm saying, the artist, the man, you know, the man, the miracle, never a myth. And uh, that's how we do it. So God bless, folks, and good night. What y'all thought y'all wasn't going to see me? I'm the Osiris of this shit. Who saying is here forever? Motherfuckers, this is this 97, I my niggas and my niggerettes, let's do it like this, I'ma rub your ass in the moonshine, let's take it back to 79, I bomb atomically, Socrates philosophies and hypotheses, can't define how I be dropping these mockeries, lyrically perform armed robbery, flee with the lottery, possibly they spotted me, battle scarred showgun, explosion when my pen hits, tremendous, ultraviolet shine blind forensic, I inspect view to the future, see millennium, killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum, shackling the matches with drastic rap tactics, graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths, black woo jackets, queen bees ease the guns in, rumble with patrolmen, tear gas, lace the function, Heads by the score, take flight inside a war Ticks hit the floor, die hard fans, demand more Behold the bold soldier, control the glow slowly Proceed the blow, swinging swords like Shinobi Stomp grounds and found footprints to solid rock Who got it locked, performing live on your hottest fly As the world turns, I spread like germ Bless the globe with the pestilence The hard-headed never learn This my testament to those burn Play my position in the game of life, standing firm On foreign land, jump the gun, I 
out the frying pan Into the fire, transform into the ghost rider A six pack and a street car named Desire Who got my back in the line of fire holding back What? My peoples, if you with me, where the fuck you at? Niggas is strapped and they trying to twist my beer cap It's court adjourned for the bad seed from bad sperm Herb got my wig fried like a bad perm What the blood? Clots? We smoke pot and blow spots You wanna think twice? I think not The iron lung ain't got to tell you where it's coming from Guns are never own, tearing up your battle zone Rip through your slums I twist thoughts from the heart Try to intrude, loop my voice on the LP Martini on the slang rock, certified chatterbox Vocabulary dawn and talking Tell your story walking Take cover, kid, what? Run for your brother, kid, run for your team And your six can't rhyme groupies So I can squeeze with the advantage And get wasted My deadly notes reign supreme Your fort is basic compared to mine Domino effect, arts and crafts Paragraphs contain cyanide Take a free ride on my thought, I got the fashion Catalog for all y'all that all praise through the guard The saga continues Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Olympic torch flaming, we burn so sweet The thrill of victory, the agony defeat We crush slow, flaming deluxe slow Poor, judgment day cometh, conquer, it's war Allow us to escape hell, globe spinning bomb Pocket full of shells out the sky, golden arms Tune spit the shitty Mortal Kombat sound The fake ball step make the blood sting the ground A jungle junkie, vigilante tantrum A death kiss, catwalk, squeeze another anthem Hold it for ransom, trade while eyes with anesthesia My orchestra, graceful, music ballerinas My music Sicily, rich California smell An axe kill adventure, paint a picture well I sing a song from Sing Sing, sipping on Jing Sing Righteous wax, saffron, rotating ring Watch on the wooden soldiers, these life of punks couldn't hold us A thousand men rushing not one nigga was sober, perpendicular to the square We stand gold like flare, escape from your dragon's lair In particular, my beat travel like a vortex Through your spine, to the top of your cerebral cortex Make you feel like you busting up from raw sex Enter through your right ventricle, clog up your bloodstream High terminal, like Grand Central Station Program fat baselines on ovation Getting drunk like a fuck, I'm ducking five-year probation War of the masses, the outcome disastrous Many of the victim families saved the ashes A million names on walls and graves and plaques Those who went back received penalties for the acts Another heart is torn, as close ones mourn Those stray niggas get slayed on the song The track renders helpless and suffers from multiple stab wounds and leaked sounds That's heard 93 million miles away from K1 to represent the nation This is a gathering of the masses that come to pay respects to the Wu-Tang Clan As we engage in battle, the crowd now screams in rage The hot chief Jamel Ari takes the stage Light is provided through sparks of energy from the mind that travels in rhyme form Giving sight to the blind, the dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum Death only one can save self from this relentless attack of the track spares Yo, 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 fuck that Look at all these crab niggas laid back Lampin' lights and gray and black Boom is on my man's rack Codeine was tossing your drink You had a navy green Solomon the fiend Bitches overheard you scream You two-faced and scum of the slump I got your whole body numb Blowing like Shalimar in 81 Sound convincing Thousand dollar cork pop convincing Hands like Sonny Liston Get block permission, hold the fuck up I'll fasten your wig, bad luck I humiliate, separate the English from the Dutch It's me, black noble Juwali Delegate my clan with explosives 
explosives Wow, my pen blow lines ferocious Mediterranean, see y'all The number one traffic, tear down the beat guard The delegate, the guards, the seagull The swift chancellor, flex the white gold tarantula Track truck diesel, play the we guard Substantula, max mostly Undivided, then sliding Sickening, guaranteed, made them jump like Ross Strickland Get your boot out, just me and you, I off sex and twisted. You old 